and welcome to Trashy Trashy. My name is Erica Curry, and I'm your host. And my name is Cassandra Cardenas, and I'm your other host. Cass, can we tell us why you're trash this week? Oh, gosh, Erica, I would love to, although it is kind of embarrassing. Not like they aren't usually. So, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I've got, I got grease shirts. I got shirts that are just always covered in grease. So I've been trying to, like, get rid of some of them and, you know, thinking, yeah, I'm a grown-up. You know, I don't need to do this shit anymore. So e- now, yesterday, I was wearing overalls. And, you know, when you take off overalls, like, I don't have overalls with, like, butt flaps. You know, I got you got to take that whole fucking thing down to go mm-hmm. pee. And as I unclipped the front of the overalls, I like the flap, the inside, the the front one. I don't know what this is, but the part with the front, the with the pocket in the front. Yes. So that part like opens up, down, and I see on the inside food stains, which means that all day, as I've been, you know, gallivanting around, I, w- I was I was like in a beach town yesterday, kind of like doing some like really you know covid safe kind of just looking around being out of la and apparently just all day just fucking spilling food in this overall food basket that i was creating i was fucking disgusted with myself and these things like hungry hungry hippo but overalls yes yes like like food didn't physically fall out when i took you know the overalls off but the stains prove that i will never change. <laughs> like, just fucking can't seem to make my mouth when I eat. <laughs> Why are you trash this week? Well, yesterday I had a home Oktoberfest, which is oh, where we yes. celebrated. It's where we celebrated Oktoberfest at home. So we had brats and beer all day. And that's the only thing I consumed yesterday was three bratwurst and is a bunch three, of beer. Are bratwurst like huge? They're like sausage sausage links. Okay, yeah. So then it wasn't like a ton of food. The amount of beer that I had. Fuck yeah. Combined with the mustard that I got over my hands, which Ooh. then transferred to my beer stein, which oh. then transferred back to my hands. And for about... Three hours, I just kept saying, where's all this mustard coming from? And I was, <laughs> I just had mustard-stained hands for hours yesterday and just couldn't seem to figure out why. Ooh. Welcome to the Adult Baby Podcast with Cassandra and Erica. We can't seem to keep ourselves clean. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, sweet of us. <laughs> so gross. Mustard stains on my mouth, which nobody told me about. And of course, oh. I didn't look in a mirror. My God. So home Oktoberfest was quite the success. Fuck I was yeah. asleep by 8.30 p.m. And by asleep, I mean passed out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. That's amazing. It was, it was pretty fun. Pretty great. Yeah, that's like such a fun idea. Like, you know, because COVID takes away everything, fucking bring that shit home, you know? Mm-hmm. I've decided that I will be going to an official Oktoberfest in the future. Like, I will fly to Germany and it will become my life. Wow. Now, Oktoberfest doesn't actually even happen in October usually, right? I think it's like the end of September, beginning of October. Like, yeah, it's, it's October is a, it means something different over there. What? I, I don't know exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Tight. I did discover a television show on Netflix called Oktoberfest Beer and Blood. And oh. it's a one season TV show dubbed in English about the origin of a man who wanted to build the biggest tent in the 1900s for a 6,000 person Oktoberfest. And it's like, there will be blood, but about drinking beer and eating brats oh my god (laughs) only one season only one season i don't know why it didn't go it didn't go anywhere but (laughs) we were (laughs) well that's so much fun and wash your fucking hands yeah wash your hands you fucking creep (laughs) are you ready for our first story i can't wait okay according to news.sky.com which i'm imagining oh sky news 
According to skynews.com, a bunch of potty-mouthed parrots got split up at the zoo after uh, egging each other on to swear. Nobody complained, but but the bullshy birds, but the bosses didn't want them upsetting the young visitors. (laughs) Yeah, so this zoo basically got... They, they have five parrots, Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. Weird. I don't, can't think of what to name a parrot. Just names that are so distinctly human for some reason isn't sitting right with me. Like, what do you name a bird? Not Elsie. Not Eric. Tyson. Jade. But like, I'm trying, you know, like you get like a dog or a cat. It's like Fluffy or Spike or whatever. Like, I can't think of what a bird's name is. Because I don't fuck with birds. I can understand Billy as a bird name. Billy the bird. But you would have to say it all one thing. Billy the bird. This is Billy the bird. Yeah. As opposed to just the bird whose name is Billy. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, so they joined this Lincolnshire Wildlife Center's colony of 200 gray parrots back in August. But it didn't, didn't take them long to ruffle a few feathers with their foul language. The CEO, Steve Nichols of the Wildlife Park, says that he's used to parrots swearing, but they've never had five parrots that swear at the same time. When a parrot tells you to fuck off, it seems amusing and highly enjoyable. But to a little kid, it might be a little upsetting. I mean, honestly, that's the only like justification I can find for fucking with parrots. Because like I said, I do not fuck with birds. I don't get it. But if I had a parrot that like when I walked by told me to fuck off, I kind of think that I would like that for like a couple weeks. And then I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, I think the charm would wear off real quick. Have you seen, this might be like so commonplace, especially for such a farm girl such as yourself. But like, have you seen when like the birds talk? It's weird. Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. No, like there's how fuck off. <laughs> I can't. I don't fucking like it, dude. If you have a bird and you listen to Trashy Trashy podcast, will you please tweet at me and explain why the fuck you have that thing? No judgment, despite my tone of voice and the words that just came out of my mouth. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> but explain why the fuck you have that thing. I need to know what the point is. And also, please tell me what his name is. Speaking of go fuck off, according to businessinsider.com, Lindsey Graham tells black people they can go anywhere in South Carolina if they're conservative. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, resident Washington butthole Lindsey Graham said, if you're a young African-American immigrant, you can go anywhere in the state. You just need to be conservative and not liberal. What the hell did that mean? Lindsay? I don't know. He was at a, a candidate forum and he was asked the question and he, the Republican senator just said that there are some elements of police reform, such as mandating the use of body cameras and de-escalating trainings, but sympathized with the police mostly. So, and just for anyone who's keeping score, Graham is currently fighting to keep his Senate seat against Jamie Harrison, who is a black former state legislator who spoke at the forum just before him. And right now the polls are tied. So yeah, Lindsey Graham losing his Senate seat would be pretty fucking awesome even prior to him saying this fucking shitty thing woof what the fuck was he thinking i don't know he didn't respond to inquiry for questions right away so we don't know of any clarification on what his statement meant i mean do we need clarification we know exactly what he means i you know i actually don't know what he means that's what i like i can't figure it out is it a threat it feels threatening God, he's a fucking idiot. Bye-bye, Lindsey Graham. Like, I hope you lose your fucking seat, you stupid loser. Do you remember earlier this summer when the figurative shoe was about to drop on Lindsey Graham? The Lady G conspiracy? Was it a conspiracy? It was allegations that were yet to be confirmed. I totally remember this now. That's how fucking crazy COVID has been. That that like got breezed over like there was just like bigger shit going on that we couldn't even focus on Lady G. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. For those of you who don't know what Lady G refers to, several high end escorts in the D.C. area came forward and said that Lindsey Graham had hired them. These are male escorts stating that Lindsey Graham had hired them and likes to be called Lady G. (sighs) You know what? 
I'm going to make a political statement right now. Okay. So watch out. Watch out, listeners. Adult baby is coming in with some fucking shit. But, like, I don't care what these senators do in their personal lives so long as they don't try to take those rights away from other people. Oh, I 100% agree. You know? And I think, like, Lindsey Graham stands for a party who tries to take away rights from uh, LGBTQ individuals in this country and who tries to pack the Supreme Court and, you know, order to like take those rights away and stuff. So it would just be like really nice. Like if some if some liberal senator was like, oh, yeah, they hire escorts and they're called Lady G, their wife isn't happy. But like who gives a shit because they are fighting for those rights actively. You don't get to fucking do things under the under the radar and be Lady G and then also try to be fucking I'm just making a guess that he's probably Christian or pretends to be. Yes. So yeah. That's trash, Erica. It's straight trash. I hope Lindsey Graham loses. I have contributed money to this race myself. Oh, so I've been watching this thing on Netflix. It's called uh Explained and it's about the you know like it's about our votes. Mm-hmm. If you haven't if you don't have a voting plan do it, please. And please vote. There was something very interesting about the fact that like, unlike a, a lot of these smaller races, like Senate campaigns and House of Representatives, even like as low as city council and stuff, like the percentage of money that comes from out of state, which like, I don't know if I and I look and I've donated to campaigns that are not in the state of California. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to like say anything, but I kind of like, it seems kind of fucking crazy. You know, we can try to influence what happens in South Carolina. Yeah, I hear you. If if it weren't for the Electoral College and if it weren't for like our weird skewed fact that every state gets two senators, every single state gets two senators, like, which I don't think is right. You know, I think that maybe it was way back when, but it isn't now because you're just not representing the same amount of people and population. If like, it just like, why should the, why should something happening in South Carolina affect me? that I feel like I need to contribute money to, but it's like, that's how this country is. So like, how can I talk shit about it? But at the same time, like that shouldn't be allowed. I don't know. So you're telling me a bunch of white dudes in a room 240 something years ago didn't get it perfect. No, I don't think that they uh, anticipated the needs of uh, the 2020 climate or the 2016 or fucking anything. Yeah, no, I hear you. It, I do believe I, I firmly believe in abolishing the electoral college and that it's a remnant of like slave owner appeasement. But this is the system that we have currently. And until we can abolish them, it. Man. Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. Send, send that money in. Speaking of send someone in. Oh, man. I give it a I give it a three out of ten. Oh, Rough. Once you put a numerical like amount on it, it really points out how bad it was. According to Fox 32 Chicago, a passenger on a flight to Chicago was accused of wearing a lewd top and forced to cover up with a captain's t-shirt. The passenger was flying Southwest Airlines and claimed that the employee with the carrier made her cover up her outfit after deeming her cleavage to be lewd, obscene, and offensive. Kayla Eubanks took to Twitter to share her story last Tuesday along with a photo of the outfit in question. In this selfie, Eubanks is seen wearing a low-cut top and a long red skirt. At the time, she had written that she was initially denied boarding altogether. Eubanks further claimed that a gate agent at LaGuardia Airport in New York City had initially denied her boarding while trying to look up Southwest policy on passenger dress. She also shared a video of the gate agent telling her that she could not board, citing airline policy that the gate agent had not provided to her. I saw the picture. The outfit is not that bad it's it's not bad at all actually it's a low-cut top but like literally like i've boarded planes looking like a full-blown homeless person yeah i have boarded planes to the point where i should be denied to exist in public it's my right to look like absolute shit and she does not look like shit i've boarded planes wearing like 10 year old pajama pants that are like so worn down that if I bent over you can see the fact that I'm not wearing underwear underneath and she actually just dressed nice and she can't I don't this is so lame also if you get through security you know all 
All bets are off. Yeah, security didn't have a problem with what she was wearing. They also couldn't provide her with the policy. So she repeatedly asked and the gate attendant said like, oh, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. But there was no such policy in place that she could find. So it just seems like, I don't know, this is trash. Can you imagine sitting on the fucking airplane, like wondering why the fuck it's taking 30 minutes to get off of the ground, like, and just finding out it's because some gate agent was feeling a little prude towards the girl's cleavage? Yeah. In a second tweet, Eubank shared a video of the pilot coming to speak with her after she alleges she'd been waiting for 25 minutes to board the plane. He made a joke at first saying, they're hating on you because you're looking good. Is that right? Ew. Fuck you. Yeah. Eubanks informed the pilot that she didn't take the situation lightly. Yeah. Okay. So then eventually the pilot solves the problem by giving her a t-shirt that she just eventually like took off and then she got in trouble on the plane for taking it off what yeah we'll post a photo to our trashy trashy instagram and twitter and you can decide if the outfit was lewd but i say she looked perfectly fine do you uh i've taken to dressing up to go on flights now Mm -hmm. not like crazy but just like I, I do it for the DMV also because of the fact of the example I gave before, which is that I really used to like go the opposite direction with it. And I feel like understandably I get treated better in the airport. <laughs> uh-huh. I will bring an outfit to change into for a plane. I will dress nice. And then I will, if it's a long flight, like an international flight, I will put on separate pants. Oh. and a new pair of socks for the plane itself and then change back out of it upon landing or arrival. I just got a horrific flashback to that fucking story we did a few weeks ago about the, it's probably like a couple months ago, who knows, COVID, with the woman who rubbed that guy's feet on the flight. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. That was horrific. Horrific. Hey, speaking of horrific, according to WCHSTV.com, a a woman in Williamson, Virginia, had made headlines because she traveled to New York to help treat uh, COVID-19 patients. But now she's making headlines again because she's been charged for shooting someone. In the stomach. Owie. Owie. Amy Jolene Thorne. Jolene. 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 Please don't shoot me in the stomach. Just um, because you can. Just because you can. Yeah. thirty. She's 39 years old. She's charged with malicious and uh, or unlawful assault, according to a criminal complaint from Mingo County Magistrate Court. Mingo County. How cute. The complaint said that Thorne shot another woman on Thursday, October 8th, near 800 block of Venison Street in Williamson. The police chief, Grady Dotson, said Thorne shot the woman in the abdomen and claims the shooting was in self-defense. And just fun fact, Amy Jolene Thorne, her first name is not Jolene, I just want it to be. She was supposed to speak at the Republican National Convention. (laughs) And and did so. (laughs) Oh, she did it? Yeah, she defended Trump's handling of COVID as as this nurse, this representative, (laughs) you know, healthcare professionals at the Republican National Convention. And yet she shot somebody in the stomach. Did you see, I think that that couple, that other couple that spoke at the uh, National Convention, the Republican one, that they got arrested too. Yes. Like the, I don't know if it was for pulling guns on, um, you know, peaceful protesters or if it was because they shot someone also. But man, (laughs) all those big Republican stars really, uh, really not doing too good. They are not, they are not handling the pandemic well. They are not handling the pandemic well. Is it two or three out of of Trump's last campaign managers that have also ended up arrested? Oh, my God. I'm just saying, not a good team to be on right now. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Which is why you should go out and you should vote. Vote, 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 vote. And not just for president. All the way down the ballot. All the way down the ticket. Every referendum. Vote no on 22. If you're in California. If you're in the state of California, please. I don't know what 22 is in other states, and I don't want to. I don't want to be fucking around. We don't want to be, you know, impeding on that. 22 in like the state of Texas is like of oh, no on 22 means that they're going to start beating animals, you know. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, so vote no on 22 if you're in the state of California. Yeah. End of end of policy. End of endorsements. No more political talk. 
<laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, animals. Uh-huh. What do you think? What do you think? Four, five out of ten? Uh, I give that like a five out of ten. That's a pretty right. good segue. All right. According to the DailyMail.co, who we just love this one, this website, I'm starting to realize they do have a lot of trashy news. <laughs> what can you do? What can you um, do? I've been told that the Daily Mail, while it gives updates on The Real Housewives and all the trashy news stories that we love, in the UK, it is the equivalent of Fox News. Interesting. So it is controversial that we use them as a news source. Interesting. <laughs> so I didn't know that. If our listeners in the UK could write in and confirm and or let you let us know how you feel about us using the Daily Mail as a news source, that would be wonderful. Here's how much I don't like to get news from Fox News is that if I Google something that I'm looking up, because if someone's like, oh, my God, did you hear freaking X, Y, Z? And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I Google that. And the first source is Fox News. I will literally keep scrolling until I find a one that I like. So I am a liberal elite monster. A news shopper. I am a news shopper. Shame on me. But also I pay for the New York Times. Uh <laughs> Brag. Woo! Okay, so look, this French couple, they paid thousands of pounds, 6,000 euros, which is 5,450 pounds for anyone who's keeping track, for a stripy savanna cat, which I suppose is, it's a cross between a, a wild serval and a domestic cat, but then they found out that they'd been sold a baby tiger instead! Womp, womp, womp! The pair of Lavar Normandy in France said that they failed to notice for several days it wasn't a savanna cat. <laughs> it was a three-month-old Sumerian tiger cub. The tiger is an endangered species and is not classified as an acceptable pet. You doy. <laughs> the two-year investigation has led to nine arrests, including the identified victim couple, for trafficking protected species. So not only did they fucking, they're out like, you know, 5,000 pounds, they also got arrested because they had this tiger. Although the couple said that as soon as they figure out that this shit was a tiger, they immediately called the authorities. But I don't know if I believe that. I bet the first call was to the person they paid the money to and said, hey, hey, uh, is this a tiger? <laughs> yeah, hey, it's us again. Thanks so much for coming out and delivering this, uh, the cat. Quick question. Uh, is this a fucking tiger? Oh, you know, like bonjour, bonjour, and baguettes and, and whatnot, uh, cigarette. You give me a fucking tiger? Uh. Oh, man. Well, Savannah Cat is listed as an acceptable pat. A tiger is not and protected by the CITES Treaty, Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species, which means it cannot be transported without paperwork. I just feel like these stories are out here to just torture you. Because I know how bad you want in I want Doc a big Antle's cat. tiger sex cult. I want a big cat. I want to be in Doc Antle's sex cult. And it's upsetting that these people just accidentally got sold to tiger. And I can't raise a tiger myself. I can't. I mean, you have a couple cats. Is this what you were hoping would happen? Yes, I was hoping one of them would turn into like a giant cat and I could get on the news and it would mm. be Instagram famous. But instead, I have two perfectly adorable, normal cats. A woman was arrested in Los Angeles today for walking a tiger down Wilshire Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> He's friendly. You can pet him. He's friendly. I promise. Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, this goes to show uh, adopt, not shop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a great message. We firmly believe in pet adoption. Yeah. Don't shop. That's a great, great way to sum that up. Speaking of shopping, I guess you can just go shopping for brides in Oklahoma. Damn. Damn, America. That was a fucking solid 8.5. Like, you know, like the gymnast like lands it perfectly and like the little kind of poof of dust goes around them because they're just fucking like, Ugh! that was it. That was it. According to thelostogle.com, which is an Oklahoma website, a 53-year-old Oklahoma man weds a 16-year-old girl. Back in March, right before the world was hit by corona, the lost ogle told 
a story of how some lawmakers were hard working hard to protect the rights of their constituents to marry teenage girls. Now we know why. According to the MuskegeeNow.com, social media outrage as Wagner Man 53 marries a 16-year-old girl. This is so fucking gross. You can get married at 16 with parental consent. This guy is a year older than his like father-in-law and this father-in-law like just signed consent for his teenage daughter to marry this guy who's fucking 37 years older. I you guys she's a child. She's what straight up fuck? a child. She if if at all barely has her driver's license this year. What the, like, this is fucking gross. This guy's a fucking pedophile. What's the court? I mean, when did they start courting? I have so many fucking questions about this story. It's disgusting. And did they court at all? Or did you just, like, like you said, in that fucking killer transition, did he just kind of was like, I'm going to need a 16-year-old who's got one. M for 16-year-old W. Need permission slip. Oh, oh. So gross. Social media has exploded with rage and disgust around the marriage, which happened in September. The bride's Facebook account was deactivating, and Bowman's last public post is from April. Like, is this common, though? That's what I'm confused about. That's a great question. I don't have statistics on how many people under 18 get married in Oklahoma, but... And what I, is it for? Why? What? What? Why? Why that allowed? I mean, are you are you merging two feuding nations together, and you must marry your child bride to the to the rival fiefdom? Is that what's going on in Oklahoma? I I'm that's the only reason. Is that I can, what fracking I'm, means? Because I didn't know what fracking was. <laughs> is this because of fracking? I need to know. It's very important that we understand what fracking is moving forward because it gets brought up a lot. I don't know. I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're getting a lot of earthquakes in Oklahoma because of fracking. And it's like, oh, the fracking is it's old men marrying 16 year olds. What what does it mean? I can understand like 16 and 19, 16 and 18. I still can't. I if I would have married the person that I was dating when I was 16, my life would be a bummer. Oh, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. The amount of children I would have and the fact that I would be chained to a kitchen and a washing machine. My frontal lobe wasn't formed. No, no. The person that you date, and again, and that's not even me trying to be an asshole to the person I was dating when I was 16. I'm sure that he would say the same fucking thing about me. You don't know things when you're 16. I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand what's going through the parents' heads. Nothing? I mean, is this guy rich? I don't have the background on whether he has money or not. Does he own fracking? Yes, he is the owner of fracking. <laughs> oh my god. Kevin fracking Bowman. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Speaking uh, of unbelievable? According to pinknews.co, sent in by listener Garrett Hondranostis. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. At the August 28th Peach Party Tea Dance held at Atlanta LGBT Plus Club, a shit ton of partygoers stuffed into the thousand square foot wide space across three patios and occasionally dotting the dance floor. And we'll just say this Peach Party Tea Dance was advertised to be a socially distanced event. Masks were supposed to be required and social distancing was encouraged. However, that's not the case. <laughs> the four-day festival that was billed as a dial-down affair that, nor- I guess this, for nine years, this peach party has been happening, and it's a highlight of the Georgia you know, party calendar and crucial for you know the LGBTQ uh, plus Atlantans to blow off steam, normally taking place in June, which is Pride Month. But yeah, so they just pushed it back and said that they were going to social distance, and fuck. They did not. Fucked it up. Yeah, they really muffed that up. I don't love that this happened. It's so, I'm looking at the pictures now. It, it This looks like fucking WeHo on a Saturday night, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really bad. 
As quickly as Georgia shut down, it swung back open. Coronavirus in the state have been skyrocketing after Republican Governor Brian Kemp began allowing businesses to reopen as early as late April against all public health recommendations. And Garrett sent this in. He found it on social media because several of his people that he follows attended and were not practicing social distancing and not wearing masks, which are required for public health. And I think it's a real big bummer. And I'm not trying to take away celebration from anybody, but maybe we hold off on circuit parties for a little bit. Yeah, can we just please wait? Like, can we just? It's not as it's not as simple as just putting on the flyer. Hey, if you don't feel good, stay home. Doy, duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, Georgia, stay closed for a little bit. Relax. Be cool, it, Georgia. Be cool. Wouldn't it be nice to not have the social pressure of going to parties again? Oh man, that in itself has been a godsend of COVID. Not having to go to a loose acquaintance's birthday party at a bar halfway across town. Oh my God. When it's like money's a little tight or like you just like, I feel fat today. I don't want to get fucking dressed so I can go and fucking celebrate fucking this bitch's birthday. Like, but she came to my party because I was so stupid and invited tons of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to go to Trader Joe's first and get a card? Like, what am I supposed to write? Am I going to bring a bottle of wine? Is that appropriate? Yeah. Are gifts being given? I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, there's no parking in this neighborhood. Like, who the fuck has a party in Miracle Mile? Now we've got to Uber both ways. Oh, my God. Let me find and see if anyone else is going to this. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad for the social pressure people feel. And I understand wanting to go out and wanting to party, but at the same time, like, isn't being home better? <laughs> not just that, but being home and not having COVID-19. And not catching COVID-19. Our next story comes to us from Insider.com, a viral TikTok. A hairstylist went viral on TikTok after posting a video of a white client who refused to engage with her Latina assistant. I was cruising TikTok a couple nights ago, you know like I do, even though I wish I didn't. I don't know if I said this before um, on this podcast, but like I had TikTok and then I deleted TikTok because I was like, kind of like, I guess I bought into like the whole thing of like, oh, they're just like sitting there watching your face. <laughs> and I was like, nah, nah. But then I was like, but maybe, you know? And so I deleted it. And then I fucking redownloaded that shit uh, a couple months ago or like maybe a month ago. And now I'm just like, I'm just in it. So like this actually popped up on my TikTok. Like when I saw that this was story was on your list, I was like, oh shit, I straight up fucking saw that. What's bonkers to me is the fact that there are news stories centered around and based off of actual TikToks. This well, made insider.com. Well, I mean, I mean, that shit happens with like tweets and other like forms of viral stuff. I Why guess, not TikTok? I guess so. It just feels like TikTok is the most frivol frivolous Frivolous? Okay, Grandma. Watch <laughs> what you're saying. TikTok is fun. TikTok is fun, and I spend way too much time on TikTok. I just, I guess, a news story based off social media is still. I'm still grasping the concept. We do host a podcast called Trashy Trashy, so <laughs> we're bound to get some. We're done. We're bound to do some stories about viral videos. <laughs> Very fair. In the clip, which uh, has been viewed 25 million times, a client refuses service from Spellman's assistant, Alex, who Spellman says is Latina. When the hairdresser addresses the behavior and insists that her client speak respectfully to the client and, and insists that, that the client speak respectfully, the client lunged at her. Yeah, tried to fucking hit her. Yikes. And she was just like, she still had foil in her hair and she was like, get the fuck out and don't make a fucking scene in my business. It was a big deal. We'll post the video on our social media. We'll we'll download it from TikTok and you can watch it yourself. But she referred to being a racist and a Karen in her video. And she asked her to leave the salon immediately. So I have something about this. Does it say where this took place? Like where in the Where country in America? No. Because nope. here's, I don't mean to be like, an, you know, nervous Nelly or whatever, but like. None of them are wearing masks. That's very true. And so I don't know. 
look, I'm not trying to be a dick, bro, but like, where is it staged? <gasps> oh, I don't. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's like no one's wearing masks. She's getting her hair done in what seems to be like a private room. There's a phone set up, which maybe the phone was set up because this woman was like, oh, my God, my my customer's going all fucking Karen. I'm going to record this. But like it just kind of like now, you know, she's getting all of this like people being like, where's your salon located? I'm going to come to you and your assistant. And like Jonathan Van Ness is fucking talking about it and all these things. And I just sing, you know, that I don't know. You're don't blowing know. my mind. You're blowing my mind. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to, like, be so skeptical and stuff. Like, I think that, you you know, like, if this is real, then that's really great that this person, like, kicked out a racist client. But, like, I'm just fucking saying. Look staged. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm smelling some moon landing here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's conspiracy <laughs> corner on Trashy Trashy. Help me. <laughs> what was I going to fucking say about this? Oh, so... What kind of TikTok? Where what which which algorithm get you right now? I get a lot of native hoop dancers. Fuck yeah, so do I. I get uh black girls roller skating. Yeah, okay. And Love then that. I get for some reason how to start like an e-commerce business. <laughs> which I'm trying to shy away from and get out of. Yeah. A lot of dog face 420 which is the ocean spray. Oh, the cranberry viral, juice guy. Cranberry juice guy. Uh, I guess I followed him, so I get a lot of his content. Nice. I um, My algorithm has me... Okay, this is crazy. I don't know how this happened, but my algorithm, I have somehow been taken to pegging TikTok. Oh. I is, don't know. <laughs> what is pegging TikTok? Is it pegging? About pegging. Like, this literally got, like, a TikTok of some guy looking down the barrel on the camera being like, hey, girl, if you needed a sign that you should peg your boyfriend, here it is. Do it. Do it, girl. And then, and I was like, how did I get here, question mark? And then now I keep getting, like, little, like, just little tidbits here and there. Because, like, I, you know, I get a ton of, like, uh lgbtq stuff like Mm -hmm. i get all that kind of stuff that's that's pretty regular i get a lot of like just general comedy whatever but like yeah i'm getting some i i found my way into kink talk also and i'm like how did i get here i think it's because like i've been like kind of into big boys lately like the big strong boys and then all of a sudden like big strong boys somehow got my algorithm like and I'm not, I don't look for the big strong boys, but they give me the big strong boys and I watch their fucking videos. I'm only human. And so like it is taken me to kink talk and now to pegging TikTok. And I am like, I am floored because I have never pegged, but I would. Yeah, I would. How does, how does it know? How does it know? I, mean, uh, I got, I got klepto TikTok once too. Oh, like how that to one kind of, that one kind of scared me. How to steal. Mm hmm. Oh, that's fun. That's real yeah. fun. Yeah. My uh, my dad got on TikTok recently. Oh. He posted one video and it is about how he's had his data plan for, you know, 10, 15 years and six gigs have been enough. But because of TikTok, he went over his data plan for the first time ever. And now his data is super slow. <laughs> so your dad cruises TikTok? He cruises TikTok all day long, I guess. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, I don't think, I I can't imagine if my mom got on TikTok. I don't know what his algorithm is like. I would love to know. I would love to know. Would you, though? Yes. I would love to know if pegging TikTok has infiltrated his (laughs) algorithm. (laughs) Oh, I want to know that, too. I'm not going to lie. Speaking of what I would love to know, I would love to know what this teacher was thinking. According to CBC, a Canadian British Columbia teacher was disciplined, just disciplined, after taking her grade six students for snack runs in her car and letting them ride unbuckled. There's a lot wrong with just that sentence because it's like just disciplined for this, taking them for snack runs and the nerve. No seatbelts? Like which one is this? Which is the bad part? She only received a one day suspension from her teaching certificate after taking several students. 
for rides in her car. Some were unbuckled as there weren't enough seatbelts in the vehicle. So some were buckled. Oh, it's kind of like when, you know, when I would steal from Target. I would pay for some stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd spend steal- 100, 200 bucks. Hide in plain sight, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Amiran Piazza, the grade six teacher in Peace River North School District, took students off property for several occasions to get them around, to drive them around for food at Subway and other local restaurants, which we know now in uh, Subway in Ireland. Not real food. Not considered food. On two of the unsanctioned outings, Piazza piled five students into her car, which only seated four passengers. So, I mean, like, I get this. I was the only person who had a driver's license for, like, most of high school. Like, sometimes you got to pack them in. As there weren't enough seatbelts in the back seat for the students, Miran Piazza told them that they would just have to duck if they saw a police officer, wrote Kushner in his findings. <laughs> I mean, like, that's literally, like... Did you have a driver's license in high school? I started driving to school when I was 14. Erica. I lived on the, so the way our school was set up was it was, it butted up to the town line. So we lived in the country a mile away from school by a crow's fly, but you know, it was like a mile and a half if you went around. What is a crow's fly? Like straight, 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 straight. But if you went on the You said a mile away by a crow's fly. By the way, the crow flies. That's what you just said to me. Yes. It was a mile and a half if you went around like a quarter mile section, like a mile section. Like if you went on the road. So there was the highway or you could take the back roads if you went north or south or east or west. You could either go on the highway one way or the back roads the other way to school. And so I would take the back roads to school and park on school property And then I got in trouble because I didn't have a driver's license. So then I parked at the person that lived 10 feet away. What kind of trouble? Just, hey, you can't do this anymore. From whom? From the school principal. So I had to park 10 feet away from school property at somebody's house and then walk to school. It was the country, baby. It was the country. I don't think it's this complicated, but the way you set it up, I imagine that you're just like, you know, like... Sometimes on voting, when you're registering to vote and they're like, what's your address? And if you don't have an address, please draw it on this. Please draw your fucking house, basically, uh-huh. on this. Like, I'm like, was that you? Yes. Like, we we only like, had a wrote on your box. address, like, a crow's fly away from the edge of the county. Yes. <laughs> we, like, didn't, oh. we didn't get, like, an actual physical address till I was, like, in my teenage years. Did you have plumbing? Yes, because we had a well. Oh my god! <laughs> we lived a bit. We had Wi-Fi before we had an address. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I learned so much about you on this podcast <laughs> that I just didn't know. You had plumbing because of the well. I was being facetious. <laughs> Well, we had, when I asked that question. We had plumbing just in general, but we also had a, a, a well. So we had well water. And you had to go fetch it? No. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, it was built into the. No, didn't have to just fetch imagine, well like, I feel like young Erica, like still in her kimonos, you know, but like just like walking out, just, you know, lowering down the bucket and then picking up the bucket. <laughs> Another Oklahoma morning. Oh, yeah. So I started driving when I was like 14. Okay, great. Well, that's, I mean, fuck. I, in my head, I was like, uh, I went to high school in Burbank. I had plumbing and I had my driver's license at 16. So like, I was the only one who had a fucking car and we would just pile into it. But like, literally, like, who gives a flying fuck? Because you were driving on the back roads two years before you were legally allowed to be sold for marriage. Like. Like, I don't know anything about Oklahoma is what I'm realizing. It's the wild, wild west. No fucking shit. Oh, man. I did fail my driver's test the first time I took it. Why? It was snowing out and I had to parallel park first. And I took my dad's giant truck on my 16th birthday, like on the day. Okay. And so I uh, knocked over the cone. 
and the guy got out and had to like set the cone back up but because it was snowing I, he failed me automatic i know what a dick it was raining on my 16th birthday uh, when i took my driver's test i took it at the glendale dmv which was the hardest one to pass at a lot of people who i went to high school with would fail at the glendale dmv and then they would go and take it again in arlita or in van nuys and then they would pass it so i had like a very big sense of pride of like i'm gonna fucking pass first try at the glendale dmv and I did, even though that shit was in the rain. Hell yeah. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if he made me parallel park. He must have. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Now they have cars that'll do it for you. These kids are spoiled. Spoiled, spoiled rotten. Hey, want to talk about someone spoiled rotten? According to KTLA, Hollywood Hills rapper Nuke Bizzle was boasting about getting rich from EDD, fraudulently receiving one point. $2 million in benefits. The Hollywood Hills rapper was arrested for fraudulently applying for more than $1.2 million in unemployment benefits at the time using stolen identities. Nuke Bizzle, whose real name is Fontrell Antonio Baines, 31, boasted in a YouTube music video about getting rich from committing unemployment benefits fraud, said the Department of Justice. I mean, like, maybe quiet down on that like if you're gonna fucking do it why do you gotta why do you gotta brag why you i mean gotta post i about guess it? like jay-z used to like rap about being a drug dealer but like i think that he was doing it after the fact and if you're looking at your phone right now and being like you stupid bitch that's fine because i said something that i don't actually know he got 92 edd debit cards that had been loaded with more than 1.2 million dollars and mailed the addresses he had access to in beverly hills and koreatown the rapper and other and others involved were able to access more than seven hundred and four thousand dollars um, by making cash withdrawals with the debit cards including in las vegas and using the cards to pay for merchandise and services so in the music video entitled edd <laughs> Baines is seen holding up what appears to be a stack of envelopes from unemployment agency rapping my swagger for EDD and got rich off EDD. Another rapper in the video at one point says, y'all got to sell cocaine. I just file a claim. Wow. That's pretty good. I mean, it is pretty good, especially because they figured out how to use the website. Yeah, that's impressive. The fact that somebody can commit fraud on the California unemployment. It's hard to get that shit even if you're who you say you are. (laughs) Yes, even if you are legitimate and are desperate, it's impossible to get through sometimes. So I guess they earned it. I mean... I have you watched the music video? No. I will We'll link it on our social media so that everybody can watch it. The the computer tried to start playing it immediately oh hell yeah nuke bizzle featuring fat wizza i mean come on come on and then there's and then it says this video was created with props and made for entertainment purposes but like is it real i mean the so, doj says it's real wow fucking wild y'all gotta sell cocaine i just file a claim i'm watching the video now and they're just like there's like a post office truck and they're just on their computers just making money like just wrapping with like envelopes and like uh, computers i i mean this is like i like this is like kind of dope i guess like this is kind of cool it's not cool it's not cool i'm a trash person of course i think it's fucking cool Uh, are you ready oh i'm baby i was born ready i'm fired up baby she was born ready for the dumpster fire of the week Don't vote there. According to the New York Times.com. Did you know that I paid for that website? I do know you paid for that <laughs> website. You have reminded me and told me several times, and I'm so proud of you for paying for media. Oh, okay. I Hi. buy my news one story at a time. <laughs> no, I just like to support, you know, honest and fair journalism. <laughs> That's the liberal elite that I am. Uh, carry on. The California Republican Party has admitted responsibility for placing more than 50 deceptively labeled official drop boxes for mail-in ballots in Los Angeles, Fresno, and Orange County. An action- this is lame. Oh, sorry. An no, action- I'm just I'm just commenting because it's upsetting. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's hot garbage. This is state officials said is illegal and could lead to election fraud. Yeah, doy. Like you want to fucking talk about election fraud, election fraud, election fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud. Like all they fucking lose their minds out about. And there's all these like proven or like really, really small amounts of actual voter fraud that's happening. And then so what does the Republican Party do? They just go out and make it. Yes. They They're are like, we'll show responsible you. for it. Like everyone's like, there's really not that like much voter fraud when it comes to mail-in ballots. Well, hold my beer. I'm gonna put on some fake fucking boxes. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm gonna put a fake ballot drop box next to churches, gun shops, and Republican Party offices in mostly conservative areas of a deep blue state, affixed with white paper label identifying them as either official ballot drop box or ballot drop box. That's what fucking kills me the most. Is it like they're putting it in places where like. Republicans would be the ones who were going to vote in those areas. I'm not going to be fucking putting my ballot into a box outside of a gun store. Or Why would that, I do that? Or for that matter, a church. <laughs> fucking no, probably not. Unless I'll you be at like church to catch on fire the moment we enter it. Yeah, no shit. No. <laughs> I'll be putting my ballot uh, in the ballot box outside of a library. It's my socialist agenda. I don't want to brag, but that's what we did this morning. I haven't done it yet. I really got to get my shit together. And so do you, listener. If you haven't voted yet and you don't have a voting plan, vote, 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 vote. If you follow our Twitter, we will post several voting guides so that you can get a look into the ballot measures and a little bit more about each candidate. And so we will post a voting guide on our social media. Yep. So to the average voter, these boxes are virtually indistinguishable from the drop-off sites sanctioned by the state, which are uh, governed by strict regulations intended to prevent the partisan manipulation of the ballots. This uh, this is misleading voters. Mm-hmm. This is really fucked up. It's really, really trashy. Yep. I just, I mean, you're, you're taking away someone's rights. I, you know? Is it their intent to collect them and then drop them off themselves or i don't i think that their intent is that it, less people will vote or well rather less votes will get counted republicans win when vote is suppressed like when people yes. don't vote that is what happens so i don't know what their intent was but they've been sent several cease and desist orders by the state and county level at the state and county level by the california state secretary alex padilla and Attorney General Xavier Bacera. General, okay, <laughs> I don't know this guy. He, so I got irritated by this mm-hmm. because Gavin Newsom tweeted about it or posted on his Instagram about it. And it's like, do something. You know? Yeah, it's an You're illegal action. Hey, cease and desist. No, go fucking remove the boxes. Yeah. Go send your bloated fucking police force and go remove the boxes. So what, what I encourage oh, people yeah. to do is to go to ballot trackers that show if you did vote in one of these fake drop-offs or if you think you might have voted in one of these fake drop-offs, there are several ballot trackers out there. We'll post them on our social media. You can go in and make sure that your vote was counted. Yes. And again, take your bloated ass fucking police forces and get rid of these boxes, California lawmakers. Yeah. And no, like nobody's going to be taking down a box this close to the election just because you're sending them a fucking letter. Yeah, exactly. They're going to put that letter right in that fake mail, that right in that fake voting box. Yeah. And that that letter gets a vote. <laughs> Hopefully a vote for Biden. What are you hoarding this week? I am hoarding a movie, even though it's okay, it's it's four years old. Okay. But it's called Hunt for the Wilder People. By okay. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. And it is so freaking good. It should have been nominated for an Oscar. I guess it's a little wow. too funny to really have pulled. But it is... Okay, so a little boy is in foster care in New Zealand. And he gets fostered out to this family. And that's all I'll say. Because I... Okay. I don't want to spoil it in any way. I know it's four years old, but it is... It is funny. I have like welled up with tears in my eyes at certain parts. It's a a chase movie in a Mm. sense. 
It is so freaking good. It mm-hmm. blows my mind that it, I mean, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant director, writer, but I think this is his best work. Ooh. So Hunt for the Wilder People, I highly encourage you to watch it. It's on Netflix. It. If you need to log in, hit me up. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'll share my I'll share my algorithm with you. Oh man. No, definitely don't do that. That would make me fucking nuts. Cass, what are you hoarding? I guess I'm I'm just hoarding Tony Collette. National She's just treasure. The fucking best. Um, I rewatched uh Sixth Sense a few days ago, and I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um Haley Joel Osman, stunning actor. Like so good in that movie. Now, when you know the twist, which you know the twist. It's the sixth sense. Everybody knows the twist. It is so fucking obvious throughout the movie. <laughs> like when you know it, you're like, oh my God, like doy. Like I you like you long to go back to like the day like when you didn't know, you uh-huh. know, so you can like feel that surprise again. And I'm like when I say long to go back to that, I mean I was a child when that movie came out. But like this is the first time watching it as an adult and like, there's some, like, genuinely fucking scary moments in that shit. And Tony Collette plays Haley Jolson's mom, which I didn't know. And she's, like, super, super hot in this role. Oh. I mean, I always think, I'm like, I, she's so good and all these things. And I'm like, she's obviously, like, a beautiful woman. But, like, I'm like, okay, Tony Collette. Like, she's got, like, fucking killer acrylics and, like, this red hair. And, like, you know, I don't know. She's just hot in this role and she's so good. She's so good. I have, we have a mutual friend that has a tattoo of the girl that's uh, bulimic and vomiting from that movie that says, I did my best. Oh, uh, Misha Barton? Uh huh. Is she bulimic though? Or because I think her mom was poisoning her. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Her mom was poisoning her for sure. You got to watch it again. It's, it's very good. I guess I'm like, I'm hoarding like Tony Collette, but also like bullet point. Watch The Sixth Sense. It's fun. Okay. Okay. It's a, you know, it's a spooky season right now. And uh, treat yourself to a horror movie that you haven't seen since you were a child. It might surprise you. Uh, It's very fun. And can we have a garbage moment? A dumpster can moment? Yes. Hubie Halloween. Oh, my God. Don't hoard it. Throw it right away. Throw it out. I, I tried. I tried to watch it. I got, first of all, my eyes were glued to my phone. I couldn't get off my phone. I made it maybe 10 minutes. And then, and then I heard, oh, Doyle rules. And I was like, going to be a no for me, dog. I watched about 17 minutes of it and it is uncomfortably, it's oddly paced. Yeah. The jokes don't land. Yeah. I say, throw it away. How dare you put June Squibb in that movie? How dare you? Yeah, yeah. I'd say throw it out. I kind of like that. I kind of like that if we, you know, add that every once in a while, we're like, by the way, like, we're hoarding these things, but like, throw this shit out. Yeah, I agree. Tight. Tight. Cool. New segment. You heard it here first, listeners. New segment. (laughs) Cass, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Cass Cardenas. And you can listen to me every Tuesday night on the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Radio Network, uh, starting at 730 Pacific. And then is also potted on the iTunes and the Stitchers and all the places that you get podcasts. We've been doing our live radio play of uh, Buzzsaw 2, this again, Miami Nights. This week is an episode that I wrote that I'm proud of. By proud of, I mean I've grossed out, defended myself, and hope to do that to you too. It's <laughs> Where do they find you? Pretty fun. They Thanks. can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram. And they can find me this Wednesday night on the Pack Theater's Twitch channel. I'll be doing Ooh. a segment on the Happy Sappy Grown Up Hour at 8 p.m. That is Nikki Urban's adult kids show. And emphasis on the adult part. But you can watch it at <laughs> packtheater.com or uh, pitch, pitch.tv slash packtheater. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. What'd you say? I said Nikki Urban is awesome. Yeah, she's a great. She's a freaking delight. 
you should follow her social media. She's always funny and uplifting and has a really unique spin on the world. And you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you would like to send in a story and or tell us why you're trash, you can email us or tweet at us or Instagram DM us. But our email is Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. So send us stories and why you're trash. And again, Should we, we are, get an update on this uh, contest? Yes, we are hosting a contest. We are trying to get to 50 reviews in the iTunes chart. And once we hit 50, we will do a drawing for a six-pack of cucumber colch that was Cass's, what she was hoarding Hoard, last week. Hoarding last week. Right now we have 45 reviews, so we just need five more to pick a winner. Yes. So thank you for the reviews. Thank you for everyone who's reviewed. Oh, shit. I just punched the shit out of my mic. Thank you for everyone who's reviewed, and thank you for everyone who's about to review. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate hey, you know what? it. If you go there and you say, oh, fuck, I already have 50 reviews, why don't you be number 51? Yeah, we're, you're, still in the, you're still in the running. Hey, Erica. Yes? Mm, you stay garbage. No, you stay garbage. Yay! Bye. Bye.